Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortwan, joined by co-host Mork Daddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm in so much pain. Last night we had burritos and uh, my dad found some Maruka scorpion pepper sauce and he didn't realize how hot it was. And so rather than putting like a little smidgen in, he put in three big dashes. And yeah, so since then, yeah, everybody's guts have been bruised and we're just burning all over. So, oh. As they like to say, it's taco hell. It is. It is taco hell. (laughs) I fell into a burning ring of fire. (laughs) And the uh, flames went higher. Co-host Pan, how you doing? Oh my god, I figured out the problem. I'm doing great. (laughs) Especially now that I realized I bumped the off switch to my mic when I clapped. Oh. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. What I said was, apparently I'm doing a whole lot better than Morg. Yes, but I guess I'm are. not, That's because I muted, I muted myself. <laughs> you know what? Oh, just speaking, thinking of, like, Maruga scorpion peppers, now I know how scorpion feels after burning in hell for the longest time. Dude, um, there was a new movie that came out, the uh, Mortal Kombat uh, stories or whatever, Scorpion, like anthology Scorpion. It's oh like a, it's like a an American slash it's like an anime with with some American styling in it. It's freaking awesome and really brutal, like really oh, brutal. Oh man, I can imagine it's pretty toasty. It's an alternate timeline as well. It's so cool. Oh. It's like because like Mortal Kombat one, it's pretty canon that um, Earthrealm is saved because Liu Kang defeats Goro, right? Yeah. Liu Kang almost loses to Goro. He's like in the finish him stage. Right? Oh, oh, wait. Oh, are you, are you thinking also like a Shang Tsung? Cause, uh, like the Shang Tsung, like the sorcerer? No, Goro is the champion in Mortal Kombat 1. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, Yeah. So Goro, Goro's about ready to kill Liu Kang and I'll leave it at that. Like it's freaking amazing. I love it. It is it is an alternate timeline where things happen differently, and it's all from Scorp. It's not all, but like from the most part, it's from Scorpion's perspective. Okay, that's cool. Um, of course, you know Scorpion being like the most popular Mortal Kombat character, even yeah, though Liu Kang's he's, typically the main he's, character. Yeah, he's the poster boy. You know, get over here. And he's also voiced by Ed Boon still, so. You know, oh one of the original God. creators. <laughs> now, not in his speaking lines, but the get over here. Every time you hear get over here, it's Ed Boon doing it. Oh, yeah. You got to Re- keep the memes fresh. Got to keep them alive. Regardless. Oh, dude, there's all sorts of memes. Johnny Cage is like a meme factory in that movie. It's hilarious. Oh, man. like <clears throat> As if he wasn't like full of like uh, paraphrasing and stuff like that, like references from like pop oh, culture. Oh, no. Like, he... He, he makes not only pop culture references, but, like, Mortal Kombat culture references. Um, so, you remember the Toasty? Does. Yes, like I the, do. Where the thing comes in and goes, Toasty! He, he does I that. I love that. He do, like, oh. Johnny, Johnny Cage does that to somebody when they die. <laughs> He's like, Toasty! Oh, my. <laughs> toasty! <laughs> like, I love that. That's one of my favorite memes. <laughs> All right. So, back on track. Um, tonight, we're going to be selling Morg a Wii U. And the fact that Morg never had a Wii U. So we're going to take never. our games recommended and we're going to 
focus at all on Morg. And, and at the end of the night, Morg is like, I should have got a Wii U. Or not. He'd been like, nah. Maybe. I'm okay. I sh- I'm okay that I waited. It all depends on your guys' sale pitch. Remember that. Right. And uh, Pan and I have different approaches to this as well. Uh, like I think we said we have, what, two overlapping games this whole time, Ban? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I have 14 total, and I'm sure you have more based on the fact you said you couldn't count anymore. So yeah, I just gave up counting, and I was just going to sort of do a highlights reel. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, it was oh, pretty popular yeah. in the Wii U days. They did do highlight reel, of, like, this is everything coming, and don't talk about them. They, that was pretty po- pretty common. <laughs> um, I will say, before we get into this, uh, Morgan, uh, Morgan and I were talking a little bit. I actually got back into Monster Hunter, despite me complaining about it, like, almost every week for the past, yeah. like four months um i got it on steam which i i also don't like steam so i'm like a major sellout but it's been really fun and i'm playing lance um and we actually had a listener join join me last night uh chrono strider uh and now he joined just a sort of like hey let's have fun and play kind of thing because like i didn't actually I'm doing okay. It's not like I needed his help boosting me or anything, but it was fun. We did an egg quest or two together and got lost because when you don't have as many camps as you think you do and you have to go back to certain camps, it's quite a trek Mm. for that wyvern egg hunt. (laughs) Yeah, I ended up helping out a friend who actually was at a higher rank than I was, and I was like, hey, would you like your second camp over at the Guiding Lance? And he's like, wait, there's a second one? There's a second camp? Follow me. Yes. It's actually really close. I like I expected there to be more camps because of how close the two camps are, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that there would be like one for each region, but uh, I But guess there's that's not. Wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um So, I guess let's go ahead and get started on this ginormous w- list. Um Pan, uh do you want to maybe start and then Sure. Um, we'll, we'll kind of bounce back and forth. I'm sure there's a couple different highlight reels you want to do, considering you have like a bunch of certain series and that kind of thing, too. Yeah. So, tell me, Mr. Uh, Daddy, do you <laughs> like playing retro games? I love retro games. Well, then have I got the console for you. Oh, the vir- yay. The Virtual Console Library on the Wii U is freaking amazing. Like, they've got... Name, name like, five games from the NES era on up through the N64, and I guarantee you they are on the Wii U. Oh my like, god, the original Mario Kart? Yes. Legends mm-hmm. of Zelda, Link to the Past? Yeah, I actually um, have that. <laughs> oh my, all my prayers are answered. Yeah, so um, the Wii U is a NES, NES, uh, Sega Genesis, N64, mm. and sometimes GameCube all rolled into one. And I think it's also... Are we use reverse compatible with Wii's? Yes, okay, uh, I'm getting some yeah. nodding from the from my oh audience my. here in oh. the studio. Reverse uh. compatibility? Are you kidding me? Yeah, you can play Wii yeah. games. That's how I played Rampage. Um, oh. I can't remember Oh yeah, my name, husband but... is waving his Game Boy Advance at me. It also has Game Boy Advance games on it. <gasps> oh my gosh, no. that's right, it does. Yeah, oh have, my yeah that's God. right. I forgot, right, it has uh, the original Golden Sun, which is the good one. Yeah, 
It has Golden Sun. Um, it has, uh, I, I got my husband to play uh, Fire Emblem, the Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem on it. Oh, nice. Wow. Oh, um, it better have, it better have Godzilla Domination. Better have it. I don't know if it does, but we can look that one up. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look, see. I think we sold him already. <laughs> That's it. Wrap it God up. Damn it, I need to try harder. <laughs> more pessimistic. Oh no. Here, let's see. Godzilla domination. Okay, so, uh, um, but it's also got it's also got the Mac Daddy of uh games retro game that you never got to play on original release. It has oh. Earthbound. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot they did that. Yep, Earthbound has been on the Wii U since July 2013. My mm-hmm. goodness, I love Earthbound. It is pretty cutesy, but also very disturbing at certain points. Yep. And when I say certain points, I mean a lot of points. Yeah, I've seen a lot about that. I never played the game, but I've seen a lot about that final boss. And yeah, I wouldn't have been prepared for that as a kid. Nope. Gets too fleshy. <laughs> oh my. Although, although I was playing Doom quite often as a kid. <laughs> and that's pretty fleshy um, in spots. So, uh, let's see. You, you got Earthbound. Um, uh, you've got one. Uh, my two favorite Harvest Moon games of all time. Uh, Harvest Moon 64 and Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town. You get those two Harvest Moon games like those are the only two ga- uh, Harvest Moon games you ever need. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, let's see, what else has it got? It's got, like, I didn't ca- actually look at all the Mega Man titles my husband had loaded on our Wii U, but there was there was at least six or seven Mega Man games. Which ones did you have? Um, let's see, I, I definitely know the X was on there. Yeah, Mega Man X, and uh, he also had Mega Man Battle Network, which apparently he's the only person in the world who liked that game. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that a lot, that it was just not good. Hmm. So, um, the the Wii U was an amazing amazing retro console. And I I still don't understand why all those virtual console games are not available to be purchased on the Switch. Uh, Like a quarter of them are. And, and it, maybe not even that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that they're Nintendo. They're gonna do what Nintendo does, which is be weird and screw it up and still make a bunch of money. Like, <laughs> yep. Uh... Western market. What is that? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 well, I have a different approach to go on this one, and this is mo- all of my games. Um, now. Here's a little caveat. They have they are already re-released on Switch or uh, or multi-platform since. But uh for me, this is the first time you got to play any of these games. Any oh. of these games in um for one of them in their in their best form. Uh, actually a couple of them in their best form. But uh Otherwise, like, it was still, like, this is what sold the Wii U for me. Um, So number one, and it's always going to be number one for me because it is what sold a Wii U to me was Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. 
Now, here's my little fun fact I talked about earlier. Believe it or not, mm. there were eight Monster Hunter games on the Wii U. Eight different games. What? And, what? Yes. What? Yes. How? There, How? And we got one of them. We got one of eight. Oh. So listen so to this. What you're saying is Morg needs to get a Japanese Wii U. Um, yeah. maybe. So like, and they were, or... they were, they were region specific also. That which was unfortunate. But on oh. top of three ultimate, there was. Now, don't get me, don't get me wrong here. Um, all of the other Monster Hunters are from the same series, but. Um, I still would have loved to play them, which was Monster Hunter Frontier G. Monster Hunter Frontier yeah. G, genuine. I don't know what genuine means, but it's a separate release. And oh then they my had goodness. They had G five six seven eight and Z Monster Hunter Frontier Z, which was the new generation of uh, the whole total reboot, where they upgraded it from second generation graphics up to fourth generation. They had the MMO equivalent of Monster Hunter on the Wii U. They did, and 360. Uh, 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 uh. Um, As I press my hands into my face. So, yeah, a total of eight Monster Hunter games. Holy cow. (laughs) I didn't realize that until I was doing the research today for it. Um, God, you guys are just pulling out the big guns right off the bat. So, uh, um, I also I... went... Go... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, how am I not going to buy this? See, I, I mean, I, we did it in, like, retro games in, in one Monster Hunter game. Like, uh. we're just... We're, we're too good, Pan. We're too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you already sold me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with myself. No, wait, no, so, no. So, okay. No, so here's, I will not submit. Here's the thing Stand for people strong. Who... We can't do a ten-minute podcast, guys. No, we no, can't. No, you'll but... not convince me of anything. Please, <sighs> so, tell me more. I've discovered today, and this is a little aside, so I collect Monster Hunter games, right? I Whenever I find them at resale shops, if I have the money, I usually pick them up, right? I discovered I have six copies of Monster Hunter 3 mm-hmm. Ultimate. Three on the 3DS version and three on the Wii U version. So I'm one away from a full party on either system. <laughs> Oh man, I picked that one up a lot apparently. Um, but to to keep things straight, like I normally like to do, uh, Monster Three Ultimate was made by Capcom in 2012. Um, Pan, do you wanna do you wanna jump in and do a couple? Because I have a long list of things that got released on released on the Wii U. Um, go go for it, because uh, I'll probably just jump in and talk about the games that you have on your list. So go for it. Sure. Okay. Uh, so number one, uh, it's actually getting a remaster or got a remaster very recently. It's the Wonderful 101 by Platinum Games. Uh, was made in 2013. Um, Wonderful 101 is you are controlling a sort of like Pikmin group of superheroes. That you have to... Oh my god, I forgot about this game! Yes, so like, you have oh. to like, draw circles and stuff on the gamepad to do like, superpowers. 
uh, you basically had to draw shapes to do the different superhero moves. And the more heroes you had on your team, the more powerful your stuff was. Um, now I will say again, the fourth one doesn't like stories and video game thing is going to crop up here. I think it was a little too long and a little too over dramatic for the story, but it is a fun game and it is very fun to play. Um, there's also some great comedy in there. Um, like the there's a there's a little there's a little black kid who is one of the superheroes who was always playing a 3DS. He was like the the just the so over it like teenager kid. There's he like every time he comes up in the dialogue, he's just like playing a 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> and not paying attention. It's just like stuff like that. Like it, um, there's a lot of good characters in this. It's just like, I wish the story was a little bit a better and a B shorter. Uh, it has one of the, it has like a, a, a big, like you remember like Lord of the Rings, return of the King. They said it like ended like six or seven times. Cause it fades to black so much. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. It's kind of like the same syndrome. It's like, oh, this was the final boss. But wait, it's the final lower boss. Oh, wait, it's the more final lower boss. <laughs> like, holy cow. Come so, on. But th- that's the make it fun of Final Fantasy, though. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, final Fantasy is pretty bad out that, that. Like, You just find out that each boss is just another tip of the iceberg. It's like, nope, nope. That was just the tip of the iceberg. I thought the last one was the tip of the iceberg. No, that was the tippy tip tip of the iceberg. No, no. It wasn't even his final form yet. Right. It wasn't even his final form. And then... And then they, I think even Wonderful 101 pulls pulls the rug out from underneath you because they do, like, it wasn't even his final form, like, a couple times. And then they're like, that wasn't even the right guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, like, and then that wasn't his final form. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I remember being so over it. I love the game, but um, yeah, it needed to end sooner. Um, okay, so I'm seeing that the remaster comes out in America in about two weeks. Yeah, so that's actually From very now. close. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for some odd reason, we're getting it like a full month before Japan does. Whoa! Interesting. Maybe because it sold better here than Whoa. in Japan. I could see that being. Oh my why. god! They're they're recognizing the Western market. What they're getting this? better. They're getting much this... better. Heresy. This is what it is. Heresy. <laughs> okay, so my next one is a gimme, um, because it it was basically a pack in game with the the Pro Edition of the Wii U, which is Nintendo Land. Um, Nintendo Land sparked. I, this is one of the few that wasn't remade, right? Because it was specifically built for the Wii U. But Nintendo Land is like a party game um, where you get to do a lot of different things. And they were talking about like use the gyroscope and stuff of the Wii U. But what really sold me on Nintendo Land and still sold me um, conceptually for what the Wii U was, and I was really excited for at that time, was asynchronous gameplay. Where yes, where you have one guy on the pad or girl or whoever, someone's on the pad, and they have more information than the people on the screen. Ah, so yeah. like, uh, there is one where someone's a ghost and they can see everybody, but no one can see them. So he has the gamepad where he's the ghost and he's traveling through walls to try to get him that kind of stuff. It was a Lu- Luigi's Mansion based game. 
Um, yeah, so that sounds like exactly what I wanted Wii U Mario Party to be, but then it wasn't. Right, yeah. And I was actually very excited for the concept of asynchronous gameplay, which was a buzzword at the time. So we got games like Evolve yeah. and that kind of stuff. And nothing really ever pulled it off well, or they shot themselves in the foot pretty quickly. Like, like Mario Party. Or Mario Party, yes. Um, so yeah, like uh, Nintendo Land, I heavily suggest it. It's fun, uh, it's light, and um, it's a good party game. Uh, if you have, like I would say the the optimum amount of people is four people. Not, I mean, not four, five. One on the gamepad and four to play. There was all sorts of stuff that was just so good because of the asynchronous gameplay showcased in Nintendo Land on certain minigames. Some of the minigames are just fun. Um, like there was this one that was like trying to get through a course by tilting the controller with Donkey Kong. It was like Donkey Kong something. It was actually really fun. Um, and it was very hard. Uh, so stuff like that. A uh, bunch of minigames. It's a lot of fun. It's like uh, reminded me a lot of the original Pokemon Stadium minigames. Do you ever play those, Morg? The which games? Pokemon um, Stadium had a bunch of like mini games. Oh yeah, I remember the party games from Pokemon Stadium. I remember that there was like a Deli Bird one where you had to grab presents and then you had to like yeah. uh, race across. Yeah, I remember those. And then there's stuff was, like um, that, but more fun, in my opinion. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, the original Pokemon Stadium had that kind of stuff, and Deli Bird I don't think was a thing in the original one. Uh, there was like, um, there was was... like a sushi thing with Lickitung in the original one. I remember that. Yeah, I, I played the gold and silver equivalent, so the second gen stadium. And mm-hmm. yeah, that one was pretty fun. Um, but then I didn't play many other ones after that. Okay, so another, another one on my list. Uh, and this is one of the ones that is solely on the, the Wii U and you can't play it on anything else. And Pan, we know this is on your list. Pikmin three. This is a also by yeah. Nintendo. This is twenty thirteen. This is my favorite Pikmin game. It is amazing. Um, I like the fact that it went kind of back to original Pikmin, where there's a little bit of a time crunch, but as long as you had food, it was okay, and you just had to keep progressing essentially in some manner. Yeah. Um. That actually kind of is what drove me a lot in Pikmin. Pikmin Two was fun, but like it felt, it felt very monotonous to me after a while because it's like there's not a really a lot of risk aside from losing your Pikmin, which I mean is heartbreaking in itself. But <laughs> um, so yeah, Pikmin Three, amazing. Still waiting for Pikmin Four, um, but very solid Pikmin experience. Hmm. I think I lost, and I'm not even kidding. Over 700 Pikmin in the attempt to kill the final boss. <gasps> oh, you just sent them all to slaughter. Uh, I really didn't That's mean what to. For. And it was just, it was just, it was, I, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. And so many died. It was, it was heart wrenching. It was so bad. <laughs> that is unfortunate. So, yeah, I'm, so I'm looking at like the sales for, uh, for Pikmin 3 and mm-hmm. it sold a stupid amount of like copies oh yeah especially considering how many how few people had a Wii U yeah I, I wonder what the attach rate for that was it has to be over 50 so 
Um, well, yeah, it doesn't say here, but basically in like the UK, it was number two on like the sales charts for video games when it came out. Mm-hmm. And that's only because Minecraft for Xbox 360 came out that week. Oh, so like sales it was, like, number overall. Two behind... Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's insane. Yeah it, yeah, it was number two behind like Minecraft in the UK and in Japan and in the US. It was like the best selling game that week. Wow. That's insane for such a low selling system as well. Like, exactly. Holy cow. And like, why does Nintendo hate Pikmin? Like, I don't why? know. Why can't... The... I don't know. The same reason that they probably thought that the Labo was a good idea. They're like, <laughs> uh, I, I will say, screwed on backwards. <laughs> I will say they very much they still want to have the younger audience, right? And yeah, La- Labo or Labo, whichever way you say it, I don't know. I've always heard Labo, but Labo appeals to a lot of younger kids and a lot of parents who want their kids to be overachievers. So yeah, <laughs> Labo, Labo, more like Lamo. Who wants to wear cardboard like? Actually, wait. Yeah, why would anybody pay like seventy or eighty dollars for cardboard when I could just go out to like a, a you know a, a no frills or a Costco and just a grab lot... some cardboard? I mean, a lot of people um, said that, and a lot of people still bought it. Um, oh, the people my. that were saying that to me bought it. I'm not even joking. Oh no, 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 no. Morg, I don't, I don't think you understand like what suburban parents are like. Oh no! Oh no! I, yeah, no. I I I was once married to one. Oh um, no! Yeah. Yeah. So um no I no I could definitely see like suburb like you know the suburban couple who wants like oh little Timmy's got to go to like these million different practices and it's you know mm-hmm. and all this other stuff yeah no that is exactly they are exactly the people that was marketed to. Yep, and it Pikmin. sold very well for those people. Yeah, and also, like, imagine, like, the cost for, like, Nintendo for that crap. Every soccer (laughs) mom on the block is going to just drain their accounts to make their children happy. Even if they have to buy $80 cardboard. Uh, I mean, you are buying a game with it, so you're getting $20 of cardboard with a $60 game. Let's Let's be a little fair. Uh, Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, like, if if it wasn't... You know, everybody going crazy over murder hornets, murder hornets. I'm like, no, it's just a giant Asian wasp. Um, calm down. <laughs> I, I understand that you know no, your beef farms I... are in a state of pan- panic, but you know you can get rid of them. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. I, no, dude, I'm not afraid of bugs. Usually, I am afraid of that wasp. I'm not lying. You I think saw, a two, I saw that, that... a two inch wasp is a. Uh... <laughs> I would say that's pretty damn scary, especially considering they're supposed to they're supposed to have like the second most painful sting um, in the world. No, it's scary. But, uh, it's... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so moving right along because we got a lot to talk about tonight. Yes. Um, yes. It'd be hilarious if we end within an hour. Still, I'll just I'll just die laughing. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Mario Kart Eight, which is ported on the Switch, and I own it on the Switch as well. However, this was the first place that you got to play it. And it was phenomenal 
on the Wii U because you could do stuff like look behind you on the gamepad and still look forward on the TV. Oh. So there's actually it's lots also of very oh. pretty. It's so pretty. It is. It is. And it is a pretty game. Uh, it's my favorite Mario Kart, period. Um, I still love the heck out of it. Um, although I did 100% the game twice within a, about three weeks of getting it. <laughs> Both times. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8 in its original form with the you can look behind you because that's fun. Pan, do that you have more to add to that one? I know that was on your list too. Um, it was on my list. Um, I'm not a I'm not a diehard Mario Kart fan. Um, we mostly bought Mario. Sorry, I cut out there for a second. Uh, we mostly mm-hmm. bought Mario Kart, uh, for purposes of parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know this was this was before the before we had the kid and all, and it was just great. It was fun time was had by all to have everyone over to play Mario Kart on our Wii and uh, drink. Mm-hmm. The the, the the rule was that you could not dr- you could not drive unless you were drinking. Ah uh, yeah, drunk. Oh sorry, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm I'm mixing up the rule. Okay, so you have to finish your drink before you finish your race. Otherwise, your win doesn't count. But if you're not drinking, you have like you cannot drink and drive at the you same time. Drive. So you have to finish yeah. your drink. Yeah. So if you got a full cup, but you're about to cross the finish line, you got to just stop right there and finish your drink. Stop and chug. Yeah. College rules. I played it that way once, despite me not drinking alcohol, so they always gave me Coke, which I actually don't like Coke. It was actually very difficult for me. And to chug a pop is not fun. Oh, gosh. It just burns. Um, Oh. Oh, But it's also not fair because it doesn't inebriate you. I was going to say that, you know, it's a good thing that you didn't shotgun a Coke. Um... My God, it hurts, especially when it all just drops into your stomach all at once. It's just like boom, and then it's just immediate gas fills your entire body. You're like, I am now a balloon, and I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> I I no, I did that right before we started recording, and it, it hurt. Yeah, it's I'm sorry, literally boy. that with a coke. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> um. Okay, so my next one by Team Ninja in 2014 is Hyrule Warriors. There is a definitive edition. Oh my god, I was going to talk about that! Yeah, yeah. there is a definitive edition on the Wii U. Uh, Not the Wii U, the Switch. I do highly recommend the Switch version. I do think it is the better version because you get Linkle. Alright, you don't get Linkle on... Also, there was a 3DS version of this game. But, again... This is the first time you got to play this game, and it had a lot of a lot of the characters. I think there's only ever been since release four characters added. I think you're only missing four characters on the Wii U edition if you got all the DLC. Um, this is where you got to play. Uh, this is one of the ones where Amiibo was done the best. Hmm. Um, so Amiibo was a big push for the Wii U as well, and there wasn't Amiibo at a time wasn't just hey here's a little gift for today like a little random bonus or whatever this is kind of the lame way that they ended up doing it eventually however it was actual like packaged dlc and a figurine because if you had the link amiibo you also got the spinning top from um 
Uh, goodness gracious. It was Link's weapon. It was from... What's the one that not a lot of people like? Twilight Princess. There you go. Uh, so Twilight Princess had a, a top, uh, like a top item for our dungeon. Oh, the, the, yeah, that, that spinny gear thing that you could like skateboard on? Yes. I that, that thing was awesome. Yeah, and it's a weapon in Hyrule Warriors if you had a Link Amiibo. So uh, Hyrule Warriors on the Wii U is, is unique. The fact that they actually had some decent ideas on how to do DLC as well. I so I have like a whole bag of like duped amiibos. I should go back and try this. Oh yeah, no, it's it's amazing. Um I there was one other character that had something if you use their amiibo, I can't remember who. But basically if you used it, you unlock that weapon for that person. You can get them in the Switch version just by doing certain things now. Um like I think I already have on my Switch edition that same weapon. But I didn't finish the Switch Edition one. In fact, I did less than I did with the Wii U one. That game's massive, too. If you try to do all the extra content, like where you're completing the old Legend of Zelda board, like, that's insanely a lot of content. That's uh, that's Dynasty Warriors. Ah, uh, um, yes. And then they added three more maps. Oh, my God. Yeah, we never <laughs> finished all of that, but because, uh, like... So back in college, uh, when uh, before my husband and I got married, we we played the Dynasty Warriors Gundam on I think Xbox mm-hmm. 360. Yeah, Xbox 360, and we we made it our goal throughout college to like do everything and like 100% every single character in that game. And you're we, still we working on it. We have not done it. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to this oh, we day, did. we I got did. it. Oh, I guess he got. I guess he did finish it up uh, at some point. I'm not sure when. But, um, yeah, there's there's something like 60 characters in Dynasty Warriors Gundam and a million suits. Oh, Jesus. It sounds but, amazing, uh, yeah, but that's a lot. Any, yeah, anybody who ever happened to glance at a Gundam throughout the Gundam cartoons is in that game. And then they had they imagined another Gundam. It's also... Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I can only, like, I, I can only imagine the shenanigans that, uh, Dynasty Warriors, uh, Zelda gets up to, or Hyrule Warriors, my bad. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I and I yeah. love the map system because you have to actually, like, look for secrets and unlock things, and I love it, but <clears throat> it's a lot, and I, I don't think I will ever finish it myself. Unless I should someone... go back and play it. Yeah, so so now we're selling ourselves on the Wii U as well. We're, we're yeah, too good. Yeah, no, like, I've, I've got it on my Wii U. It's just I gotta get my sister to I gotta get, or not my not my sister. Sorry, I misspoke. I gotta get my son to let me have my Wii U back. <laughs> oh, there's another selling point of it. Yeah, I remember you did say that. Like, uh, it actually did have a an amazing YouTube app. Uh, I think it was the best one for the time, for sure. Yeah, for the time, yes. But like after, because so we moved the PS4 out of the living room down into our gaming mm-hmm. room uh, because my husband wants to play Final Fantasy more. So, um, so the Wii U is the only, uh, like, YouTube-capable system that's still plugged into our TV upstairs. Mm. So, anyways, going from the PS4's YouTube app to the Wii U's YouTube app, it was rough, because there's been a lot of nice quality-of-life changes made since back then. That's true. There has The B button doesn't go back. Mmm. That's right, it doesn't. Yeah, and that, yeah, that screws me up every time. Okay, yeah. And a little aside, um, so I did get some great advice 
for for playing Monster on the PC. A little aside, talk about B button. The computer can't recognize a PlayStation controller for what it is, so all my button inputs are Xbox inputs. Yep. And it confuses the shit out of me because I don't play Xbox and A is where X is, but that is actually B on a <laughs> on a yep, uh, Nintendo is- controller. So like it's just all kinds of messed up. It's like, hey, press the A green button, which really for me means blue X. But when I think A, I think of where the circle button is. So I can mess it up two different ways every time. That is the problem with that, isn't it? Is that, you know, the the confirmation button on a PlayStation is the cancel button on a Nintendo. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I happens. would suggest... I would suggest just, yeah. just remap your buttons, but don't look at the controller while you're remapping them. Huh. No, they're in the right place. That's the thing. The buttons are in the right place, but if I look at the on-screen input, it messes me up. So I just have to ignore what the game is telling me, because I already know how to play it. <laughs> well, anyways. Um, so my next one is no longer exclusive. It was an exclusive and it was a launch title, so which means it came out in 2012 by Ubisoft Zombie U. Now, ah. Zombie U was an intense and awesome survival zombie game. Um, do not, and I repeat, do not ever play this game not on a Wii U. All of the other versions are shit and came out many years later and are shit. Um, I did hear that, um, oh, the, that they, did, yeah. um, they did port it on to other consoles, and apparently they had a lot of features that were taken out because, yeah, because it, was it was specifically Wii U designed specific. for the Wii U. Yeah. Yes. Um, so one of the things is that if you were like getting chased by zombies or something, if there was a door pad in which you had, it was like Resident Evil style, you had to learn the code, and you had to punch the code in to unlock a door or safe or something... On screen, you would see a little bit behind your character as he's worriedly, or she, because you didn't get to pick who you were, um, uh, worriedly trying to punch in the right number. You just got an over-the-shoulder behind you look to see how many people or zombies were coming. Um, the gamepad pulled up the uh, pulled up the number pad, and you had to touch the numbers on the gamepad. Coincidentally, oh, that's really cool. You also, on the reverse side, if you wanted to get in your backpack and arrange your inventory, very Resident Evil style in that aspect. A lot of item management and, like, slot... Uh, like, what, what do they call it? Item Tetris uh, is what they call it in Resident Evil games. Where you had to do a lot of item Tetris to get stuff to work in your backpack. It mm. would be on your gamepad and you'd be dragging items to the certain places and doing stuff. But on screen, all you could see was the like basically over your shoulder, a little bit behind you, kind of stuff. It was yeah. made it a very intense survival game for a zombie. Uh, it was actually a big return to form of the Resident Evil style because if you remember at this time, I think we were dealing with Resident Evil Five or Six at the time, which is very action oriented. Hmm. So, Zombie U, um, did you play this, Pan? I did not. Um, I'm not into stressful games. <laughs> I normally agree. I actually really like this one. Um, so uh, jump scares scare the ever-loving shit out of me, and uh, I, I can't deal with like tense survival horror. Nope. It, it's more tense. There's not. A, I don't think I remember having any jump scares other than an alarm going off once, and it was just a sound one. 
Um, which that is also coincidentally the place that I die every time there for some reason there is this one door where you're trapped in a certain way that i just could not figure out how to handle myself um there's one other aspect uh i talked about nintendo land with asynchronous gameplay zombie Mm. U had a good concept for asynchronous gameplay it just needed to have more people uh, to be able to play they had a zombie versus survivor mode which isn't really that unique to a zombie game right Except, imagine instead of the zombies being, oh, I'm this slow zombie is trying to surprise the really good first-person shooter. He's actually a necromancer summoning zombies and that kind of stuff at certain spawn oh, points. Neat. I like that. Yeah, that does sound like fun. It was. Now, you can only play one-on-one, but if they made it into a full game where it was like, one dude summoning zombies everywhere. Actually, that's what they intended on doing with the canceled Fabled game. You remember that? Hmm. Nope. There was basically a guy who was supposed to be like the DM or the storyteller in the newest Fable that got canceled. Uh, Fabled Legends or something like that. And they were supposed to be like putting down monsters and that kind of stuff to sort of stop the adventurers, which was a party of four different classes, essentially. Um, So it's much like that where you have like this asynchronous of like, here's the overlord doing all this stuff with the team trying to get past them. So that kind of thing. Um, That's what Zombie U's multiplayer was. And it was only one on one. If you had more survivors, I think it'd be a lot more fun because you you could then beef up the uh, the overseer. I think is what they were called. The sort of necromancer role. So yeah, zombie U. Um, uh, I guess we'll just move on to the next one. Uh, this one is not an exclusive anymore. However, it, for a whole year, this was exclusive to the Wii U, which was Shovel Knight by Yacht Club Yacht Club Games. Ah, uh, yep, Shovel Knight. That game is phenomenal. I love Shovel Knight. So, 2014 is when this game f- came out. Can you imagine that? It was six years ago. I am apparently the only person on the internet who hasn't played this. It's really good, Pam. Um, it's on the Switch. Uh, that's where I would suggest getting yep. it. Um, I have not played the latest DLC, which is King Knight. Uh, I have played the other ones, though. The other two. Um, which change the campaign drastically but are still the same length of a campaign um so yeah shovel knight was exclusive to the wii u for i think for a whole year so what do you think about that morg oh my goodness i played it before anyone else who didn't have wii u did (laughs) (laughs) i got to play shovel knight and you don't so there i like it oh man i should be getting into Uh, these consoles more often now Um, now Um, go ahead Pam are you still talking about Shovel Knight go ahead never mind no no I wasn't Um, I was about ready to move on well I I have one thing about the Wii U that I want to bring up it's not a game but it is a feature of the Wii U that I thought was awesome okay Morg do you lose your your television remote often (gasps) Uh, I forgot about this the Wii U is a television remote Mm -hmm. what yeah Mm-hmm. There's a little button on the front of the Wii U that says TV remote. You push that button, it turns the Wii U pad into a TV remote. No! Mm-hmm. Get out of town! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, that is so cool! 
And it's so convenient because it's kind of a big console, so it's very, it's kind of harder to lose that than your oh, yeah. TV remote. Yeah, it's a big-ass bulky thing. You're never going to lose it. <laughs> no. God. Here's the funny thing. I actually lost my TV remote because I use this feature so much. Me too! I, I didn't know where my remote was for years because I never cared to look for it. Yeah, we lost our remote for like a year or so um, after we had our Wii U all set up. Oh. Yep. So I go that more. Means that I'll never have to tie strings onto the remotes ever again. And yes, I do do that. And yes, sometimes I put tape on them so in that way they never get lost. But if hmm. I had a Wii U, if I had a Wii U, I wouldn't even need to worry about that because I would have like a universal controller. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Should have bought a Wii U. <laughs> We we have achieved our goal, but there are still more, Morg. There are still more. Oh, sell me more. Sell but me wait, more. There's more. Exactly. <laughs> I All always right, like so more. This is not an exclusive, and it wasn't an exclusive at the time. But I did play it on the Wii U, so it's another good reason to have have had one. And it's an indie game made by a dude called Mike Bithell uh, oh. in 2014 called Thomas Was Alone. Thomas oh. Was Alone. Oh, yeah. Is an amazing game that makes you care about different sized rectangles. Yeah, it's like if the Tetris blocks were characters. Interesting. And, and Claire is the biggest square of them all. And she has like issues because she's the biggest one. But she finds solace in the fact that she's buoyant and people can be saved by the fact that she floats and she loves herself because of it. And it's amazing. Oh, that is... Yeah, it's a, it's a game about a lonely square. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. Is that Thomas actually what the square's alone. name is? Thomas? Yes. Thomas, yes. Thomas and all the different... square. Th uh, Thomas, yeah, he was... I think he was... Was he a square? Uh, he might have been a rectangle, because like, a lot of them were rectangles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think... I know for sure that Claire... Was was a square, and she was huge. She was bigger than anyone else by a lot. Um, but yeah, you have to actually like, um, you know how you snipper clips. You have to like switch between characters if you're playing by yourself. Oh wow! Um, it's like that. We have to switch between the different squares to sort of solve a puzzle. It is a puzzle platformer. Um, the music in this game is phenomenal. If you don't end up getting a Wii U, which I mean, you're already getting a Wii U. Let's 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 not even think about like. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not done. even a question. It's not even a question. Um, I think it was like a ten dollar game. It wasn't even that 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 expensive, like brand new. Um, Thomas was alone is great, and it's so um, for what it is like a puzzle platformer. Uh, it's one of those uh, rare games where the narration sells this game really well as, as well because like every screen has like a narrated sort of like story of like what the, the 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 shapes are feeling and thinking and that kind of stuff oh wow um and i just posted a picture in the chat so you can see yeah it's it's great i will say one of the most um one of the most exhilarating uh like why like build up to the end of a game I've had in a long time. Uh, like, and I'm saying that in six years ago, I had this feeling like, uh, the way this game wraps up, it becomes very fast paced. Did you ever finish this pan 
or no? I did not. Um, I played a couple. I'm not great at puzzle games. Okay. Oh, and that's fair. Not everyone, you know, plays the but same I, stuff. I was, I was, I found it very cute and fun. Yeah, it it's really great. Um, it gets pretty frantic at the end, especially like with the narration and how things are going and what happens and that kind of stuff. Like it's, it sounds like, oh no, this is like weird because it's just squares talking, but like, no, you, you don't get it. Like it's, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Mike Bithel, uh, made this game by himself and did freaking amazing. Now it's not, ex- really it's not extremely complex game, but, um, it is it, between that and shovel Knight on this list. It started, I didn't play indie games whatsoever until the Wii U. And now I love a lot of indie games because of the Wii U. I think the Wii U was very good in general about getting a lot of really high quality indie games into people's hands. It's not like they didn't exist before and it's not like Xbox 360 arcade didn't already do that, but it was really good at doing that. On that note, my next game is also an indie game by tax games in 2015, which is the one of the two from later in the console's lifetime, um, which is Octodad Dadliest Catch. Also ported oh, on a God. lot of things. Oh. I love Octodad. It's fun. I, I remember this game, Octodad. I've seen playthroughs of it. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Total Biscuit has a pretty had a pretty good one. Yeah, like I cannot like the the fact that it's like you're married to an octopus. And the, the funny thing is, like, I'm gonna spoil it because it's so funny. Is like. At the end, you get discovered anyway that you're an octopus. And the wife and the kids are like, yeah, we've known that. And he's like, so you love me for who I am? Yeah, we always have. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because like the whole time you're trying to hide that you're an octopus. Right. And there's this like... There's this cranky sushi chef out to kill you. Yeah, yes. oh my god. The fact that you're in the grocery store and just trying to, like, get all the groceries into the cart and then, like, pay for everything. It's the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen in my life. Like, you're battling with the controls, like, so hard, but it's so oh, yeah. good looking. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those games where you're battling with the controls. And I think a lot of, uh, a lot of indie games do that very well. One of my absolute favorite games ever is snake pass on the switch and that is another one where you're battling the controls because you are doing a platformer as a snake and not like hey i'm a snake that can jump it is a snake as in how an actual snake moves you actually have to wrap yourself up poles and stuff to get across the terrain it's it's freaking amazing oh Um, anything is better than i am bread where you're literally just a slice of bread trying to get toasted Oh, oh yeah, I've seen a lot of that. I, yeah, no, that's not that's not my thing. Um, so I have one more indie game, and the rest are, are AAA titles. Um, and that is Unepic. And have either of you played Unepic? No, I haven't even heard this, of this, this game. This name seems familiar. So Unepic is a side-scrolling action RPG platformer. It looks like um, it has like dungeon crawler elements to it. 
It is pretty much a side view dungeon crawler with platforming elements. You have weapons and spells and classes and levels. The story is that you are in a D&D game. You have to go take a whiz. And when you come out of the bathroom, you are suddenly in the D&D game. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. This is going to be... Oh, man. Okay, so this uh, yeah, this video game has the exact plot of this YouTube sh- this YouTube uh, video movie that I watched like years and years ago. But keep going. I'm gonna try to find this now. Okay, so Unepic is a was first released on the Wii U. Here's the fun fact: it was actually released on my birthday in 2014. Uh, I didn't. I realized that when I looked it up, I was like, oh, that was my birthday, the launch day, and I think I got it on my birthday. Um, but yeah, uh, so enjoy up games on Epic. It's actually uh, I actually own it on Good Old Games, uh, uh, so it's on PC and stuff. And it was out on PS4 and that kind of stuff in the day too. But um, another great indie game that was on the Wii U, and uh, oh, the Legend of Neil. <laughs> yeah, that's the plot okay. of Legend of Neil, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I have never seen Legend of Neil, so. That also makes the community episode about Dungeons and Dragons interesting because it's called the uh, the Tale of Fat Neil or something. Hmm. Well, the guy who wrote the Legend of Neil was uh, he was Zabu on the Guild and he wrote for the Guild. Oh, okay. But nice. uh, yeah, Legend of Neil is like this guy. He gets fired from his job at the gas station, so he goes home to get sad and drink. And he uh, wakes up, and he's he is now Link in Legend of Zelda, except he's not really a hero; he's just a lazy slob. <laughs> I love it. So he's he's trying to leave Legend of Zelda, and he realizes he can't leave until he saves the princess or something. Interesting. I love well, that. I mean, he's got all the time he needs. I mean, uh, Legend of Zelda might as well be called Legend of Link's Distractions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, if you send this bottle of milk over before it curdles, I'll get you a new item pouch. Done. And then he just goes <laughs> races off. It's like, oh, the tenth chicken. I'm gonna learn that new song. Whatever. It's like some crazy, you know, quest that you gotta do where you get like some <laughs> tedious menial item. Oh man. I, I will Zelda say that the series of Legend of Zelda is that perfect marriage of like hokey game stuff put into a story to try to make sense i just love it like yeah um <laughs> uh, like i can't touch the chickens they give me goosebumps i'm like what is with wrong with having goosebumps <laughs> all right yeah, fine you- <laughs> i'll get your chickens whatever <laughs> i love that yeah apparently they're allergic to the chickens so they can't touch them i'm like oh so great. why do you own chickens why are you yeah. chicken she, was, she was breeding uh hypoallergenic chickens she says that I oh like- okay I like Sorry. tricking bad guys. Yeah. I like tricking no, well, the bad guys into attacking the chickens, and then the swarm of chickens will like immediately like swarm them and kill them. It's so funny. That that's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> um, it but seven years later, when you talk to her, like, because you know, as a little kid, you have to go get her chickens for her. But yeah. when you're growing up, Link, and you talk to her, she mentions that she finally bred a hypoallergenic chicken. Oh, it's the blue one. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, but it doesn't oh. crow, right? I think that it. No, it does crow. It oh. it will only crow for her brother. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, like curls up and dies in the forest. Oh, that was a sad game at times. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Legend of Neil. Um, 
Watch it. It's pretty freaking funny. It's very proto the guild because a lot of the same people worked on it. Yeah. Mm, yep. Okay. I I have seen a bit of the guild. The guild. The problem I had with the guild and some other comedy like that. It's I don't necessarily attach myself to cringe comedy very well. Um, and there's a there's a not that's not all what the guild is, but it has a decent amount of that, especially. Oh yeah. In, yeah. Uh, especially in the guy that really likes um, the main girl. Yeah, that's Zabu. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. Anyways, unepic side-scrolling uh, RPG. Um, that is a really solid game. I'm probably going to replay it at some point. Um. I don't know. I've been pretty deep into Monster Hunter lately. <laughs> no, uh, but I have been playing XCOM still. Still playing that. And losing terribly, but so yeah, there's that. And that was my last indie game. Now the last couple I have are all um, they're all bigger AAA titles, and they either have a sequel or uh, once again released again. So my first one is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Um, um, Tropical Freeze. Any of the Donkey Kong Country games are amazing. Now I love the newer two. Um, DKC Returns and Tropical Freeze. I think Tropical Freeze I like more than DKC Returns. They don't stack up to Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2. I would put Tropical Freeze about somewhere on the level of Donkey Kong Country 3. However, the music in this game is still phenomenal. Still freaking amazing. The platforming is great. The levels are done very well. It's a lot of fun to 100% and just go through. Either way, whichever way you like to play, I highly suggest Tropical Freeze. Um, I think don't think they should have released it for full price on the Switch all over again. I think it should have been reduced. But um, either way, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is amazing. Uh, Morgan, have you ever played that one or no? I'm very familiar with it, and I've um, seen uh, playthroughs of it, but I never actually... Mm, well, I mean, I've never had a Wii U, so... I don't know. Well, it's on Switch now, too. So. Oh! I need to get it. Darn it. Yes. Yes, I should get it. I think I'm going to get it on Switch. Now, I'm, I might get some hate for this next opinion, and I'm okay with that, because a lot of my close real life friends hate hate me for having this opinion don't get me wrong i love pokemon however i would have wished since pokemon stadium come came out that pokemon battle system would be exactly what this what this is like pokemon tournament yes I've actually. I, for the longest, I want that so bad. <laughs> I have for the longest time wanted to have a full Pokemon game where you had like I don't know maybe the first 150 Pokemon where they are like in a 3D battle arena. I mean that's that's what I've wanted for yep. the longest time, and it, I don't. That's know what the anime sold come. to me, and that's what I wanted since I was a kid. And I mean, like you, all you have to do is you just have to have like you know your four essential moves. And then, mm -hmm. and, like, use them as, like, super, as, like, you know, like, button combinations or whatever, where you, like, mash, like, your buttons in a certain order, and then you execute that attack. That would oh, be no. really cool. My idea was based on the time, 
on the N64. You know what happens? You have, uh, you're in an arena. You are constantly locked onto your opponent. So right, you're looking at your uh... opponent. So so you're you have your joystick that, of movement that is forward, back, left, and right. So you don't have to worry about uh, moving around to focus on your opponent. It's just locked on, right? Um, you have a jump button and like maybe a dodge button, right? That you roll. So kind of like Monster Hunter, if he had a lock yeah. on. And built in to GameCube, N64, and even now with the Switch with the face buttons are four buttons. And there's four moves that a Pokemon can learn at the same time. You just press the move, <laughs> and it does the move. Like, <laughs> and it has like a certain um, range of attack that it does, just like in Pokemon or uh, Pokemon Tournament. And there we go. Boy, by real quick, it's made by Bandai Namco. It's not made by Game Freak or Nintendo. And it was in 2014. So Pokemon Tournament first released on Wii U. I, that's when I played it. Um, I, it is also available on Switch now, again for full price. But there we go. You also get Decidueye in this one, and and Emperor whatever the Emperor Penguin is. Oh, Empoleon! Yeah, yeah. That wasn't in the Wii U version. So I mained the only Grass type in the whole game, which was the giant lizard thing. Grovile. Septile. Yeah, my bad, yeah. Yeah. Sceptile. There you go. Sceptile. That's his name. That was the only grass type in the whole game. That's what I did. Grovile's the mi- the middle one, which, by the way, Grovile looks way better than Sceptile. I really hate Sceptile's giant pine tree tail. Hmm. Maybe it is Grovile? It doesn't have pine tree no, tail. No, 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 no. Hang on. I think it's Sceptile. He's a lizard. He doesn't actually look that unique. He just looks like a giant lizard. That's Sceptile. Yeah. I just posted a picture. You see his stupid pine tree tail? Yes, that's him. That's who yeah. you play as. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Actually, it is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's who, that's who I played as because I couldn't... I, I don't know. I, I, if I can't play a bug type, I'll play that. I'll grass type. That's yeah, Grovile is the middle one there, and I think he looks so much cooler than the final form. I really, I really hate Sceptile's final form. I've hated it for years. Decade I, at this point. I mean, I didn't really like any of those three. I was kind of done with the grass types after Chikorita. Like, Chikorita, I think, was my favorite. And then Bulbasaur, obviously. But, like, after those, I'm like, eh. <laughs> eh. Oh, see, back back when uh, this this game came out, um, I, I had an iguana. I had a pet iguana that I'd named Gojira. So of mm. course I had to have this I had to have this grass lizard Pokemon and I had to name it Gojira after my lizard. Mm. And then ugh, that stupid final form. Yep. I understand entirely. That does look weird. I like how his tail in the beginning form is just a leaf though. Kinda like curled up like a yeah. chameleon tail, yeah, but like it also a- looks like a leaf. Yeah, yeah, it's like a leaf that hasn't like fully like uh, uncurled and grown up yet. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, and- I hate Sceptile so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I now I'm down to my last game here, Morg. So if this hasn't sold you, which it already has, uh, yeah. Also, it only has a sequel. You can't play its original version. Although I will say the sequel is technically better. Super Mario Maker 
by Nintendo, which was a smash hit in 2015. Ah. Super Mario Maker, there are features for the original one in the new one that aren't present because you can actually design with a pen on the screen and like sort of draw your levels versus placing them uh, in, you know, the sort of wonky, like grab a piece, move your control stick to the spot, stick it, and then sort of like drag where you want to go. You can do that, but you can do it draw by hand with the stylus for Super Mario Maker. So there you go. Super Mario Maker was actually quite phenomenal. I loved it. And that's why you should have a Wii U. And Pan, did you have more to say? I know you had a lot of back catalog stuff. Um, well, yeah, so one of the big back catalog games that I wanted to bring up is Harvest Moon 64. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so uh, I know you've played uh, Stardew Valley. Have you played it more? I haven't played it. Um, I know what it's about, but um, I don't think that it's probably going to be a game that I would be able to get myself okay. into. But, I mean... I know how nope, popular no worries. it is, yeah. No worries. Um, so for the listeners here, Harvest Moon 64 is, uh, it was a game on the N64, big shock there, mm-hmm. where you are this, like, 16-year-old guy whose grandpa died and left him th- the, the family farm. So you move out to the family farm uh, to take care of it, and as it turns out, the family farm went into disrepair because grandpa was too old to take care of it. Yep. So you have two years to build... To get the family farm back into shape before your dad comes to see what kind of life you've made for yourself. And, hmm. uh, it's, it's basically Stardew Valley, but it's on the N64, and it's, uh, it's the game that, like, inspired, uh, Concerned Ape to make Stardew Valley. Yeah, and I think Concerned Ape did a very good job with Stardew Valley. I actually like yeah, that game quite yeah. a bit. No, yeah, no, no, Stardew Valley is, like, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, and Harvest Moon 64 is also one of my most favorite games of all time, where uh, there's you get these little, like, pictures taken of you uh, when you, like, hit certain milestones. It's kind of like achievements, but, you know, this is way yeah. before achievements. So there was this one picture, it's called the party picture, and uh, it took, like, 11 years for people to, like, crack the, the exact requirements to get that. Wow. Like, a guide, a, a, a definitive actual guide for how to get the party picture didn't come out till like, 2009 or 2010, something like that. Like, 11, some 11 years after the game came out. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. So, anyways, um, if you can't get Harvest Moon 64 on the Nintendo 64, because I think, like, the cartridges are, like, 60, 70 bucks on eBay. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. Some uh, things are it. just expensive. Yeah. Yeah, you can get Harvest Moon 64 on the Wii U for like 10 bucks, I think. Yes, that was the going N64 virtual console price, I do believe. Yeah, and it was on the Wii U that I finally got the party pi- the ultimate achievement in Harvest Moon 64, which was the party picture. Awesome. So yeah, anyways, Harvest Moon 64, it's on the Wii U. That's a good reason to get it if you're a fan of the uh, of Stardew Valley. Which, apparently, I will be playing the new Harvest Moon in June. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town is also on the Wii U, but there's a remaster coming out for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town is very similar to Harvest Moon 64, except it ex- it's it's different because there's, like, there's different NPCs and a different town layout, and it's just much more expanded because the, uh, 
there were fewer like limitations of hardware where you they were doing it on the Game Boy Advance versus the N sixty four and graphics and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. So it's much it's a much more expanded version. Which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. But like Harvest Moon sixty four and Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town are like the two best like slice of life farming simulator games. You get them both on the Wii U. Damn. All right, Morg. So that's my plug. Final verdict. Was the Wii U worth it? Did you miss out? Oh my god. It is It is actually a hell of a lot better than I expected it to be. You know, there have been so many people who right? downplayed it and were like, no, don't get it. It's a waste of your money. It's a waste of your time. Don't bother. They were wrong. They were wrong. I should have got one. I actually should have gotten a Wii U. There was a ton of games on it that were worth getting, and there was a lot of retro games on the virtual console. The fact that it also functioned as a TV remote, and the fact that there, <laughs> were all the, there was a lot of functionality to it, and I missed out on it. Now, I will say, uh, in this is actually... The reason why I didn't mention this because it's more what Pam was doing talking about the retro stuff. I never played, and it wasn't because... Um, I didn't like Metroid or anything. I actually, my first Metroid game was Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, God. I forgot about all the Metroid games we have on the Wii U. Yes. Yeah. More uh, so reasons to like this. Uh, Super Metroid was, like, in my opinion, I think it's still the best Metroid. Um, and a lot, you know, a lot of people say Prime 1, or, or I don't think people say Prime 2 or 3 is, but... Um, you know, there's, there's camps of either Metroid Prime or Super Metroid or, or some of the other ones. Um, uh, Metroid or Super Metroid is my favorite Metroid game and I like Metroid. I don't like it as near as much as most people, but I do like it. I never played it until I got it on the Wii U. So I had never touched a Super Metroid, a Super Metroid or Metroid one until 2013 when I got it on the Wii U. Wow. I have now, because of the Wii U uh, and that port, uh, I have now 100% of that game three times. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I missed it. And the thing is, I guess it's box art, and for some reason I I don't like space, and it looked very spacey on the box art to me. I was like, for whatever reason, I'm not into it. So yeah, yep. there you go. That's the Wii U. Hooray! This was a short set. We didn't make it under an hour. Damn it! Yeah, I know, but an hour. But I mean, over. we didn't make it two hours. Like it, I feel like as much as we talked about, that was still really good. Yeah, yeah no, that was a dense hour. Everybody, yes. get your sirloin steaks out. Get your prosecco ready. We're celebrating. Oh boy, it's gonna be great. So, (laughs) oh, I was gonna say something about party crackers and the confetti, and be like, ah, happy short episode, everyone! Yeah, then we'll have like a big short, short fireworks and everything. Just, I will say, shorter. Like, I, you know, I, I, I reined back in my. Oh man, I'm getting back into Monster Hunter discussion because, yeah, we had so much to say. Like, oh, I'm playing. I'm playing Lance. 
I'm playing it at the highest graphics I've ever seen Monster Hunter. There's so many things to say, but that's like a topic for a different day. Because I'm also, I've already beat Zora Magdaros. Um, the first time at least. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like for, for having played exactly two days, that's an insane amount of progress. Um, but anyways, oh. uh, this was, this was my topic that we chose for this week. So pan, you're actually the next up. If you want to do one next week or we want to take another break, that's up to you, but you're next. Um, I'm good to go for next week, but I, um, I don't have my list of genres in front of me and I'm not sure what to, what to say. Hang on. Uh, I'm gonna need a sure. Minute. We'll fill dead air. I knew this was coming, and I still like didn't think about it. You guys talk about Monster Hunter for a minute. <laughs> okay. Well, more. guys. Uh, yeah. So, oh my goodness. Um, Lance so, is amazing. Yes. Yes. Actually, I didn't Lance, know this. Lance I literally has, didn't know this. Lance, this is the best that Lance has actually ever been in the game, as far How as like mobility. Um, the fact that you've got like all. I like so many different counters for that. So what? I played it in the beta, and right, and that's not indicative of how the lance is oh, currently man. because every weapon has got something changed with them, rebalancing even new moves since Iceborne. Um, mm -hmm. And when Iceborne came around, I was already in longsword, and I was like, I've had this mentality with each monster in a game is like, I am stuck on this weapon, and I'm only doing this weapon. Then Iceborne came out, and I was like, you know what, I need to change it up, so I went hammer, but then. The reason why I switched off a hammer from like all the other previous games, because I can't cut tails and I love cutting part. I like, like breaking parts. Yes. So I then transitioned on to Charge Blade on the PS4, and that's where I'm staying on the PS4. So I wanted to do something different for PC, and I chose Lance. I am tearing monsters apart. And now, granted, some of that is because of the new guild armor stuff that they give you. Oh my god, that uh, stuff is so broken. There's actually a guild weapon, too. I didn't know that. Mm. Uh, I knew that the armor was there, but the guild weapon, it's a 400 attack lance. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're in low rank, the highest I've achieved and I, you know, like uh, is 100 less and it has 150 blast. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> they knew what they were making. For the people who wanted to come back into this game and then blast through the story in order to get to Iceborne. And now, you can't oh, skip cutscenes, which hurts, but. Because I really don't want to watch the cutscenes, because the story is just. Ugh. But. Mm -hmm. There is a mod for it, but I mean. We're, I'm not modding the game. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't need to mod the game. We could just get through it real quick and easy. Oh, so here's a huge quality of life thing. Because I can also use a mouse. When it gets on the quest collect screen, it's like, hey, here's all the rewards. I can just click take all. I don't have to actually move the controller down to that. I can just uh, click it. Uh, so I just I just click it and then click the next and then like and then I go back to the controller. So I've been using a mix between mouse and controller. Uh, so that's been fun. Also, I can type to people with a real keyboard again. And I used to do that in Monster Hunter 1. I used to do that in Monster 1. I actually had a USB keyboard attached to my PS2 to type to people. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. That was a feature in um, on the PS2. Yeah, the keyboard. Right. So, like, I have been, like, missing that experience since then. So, I was like, hey, name your cat and name your character. And I just typed it in and it worked. I was like, oh, my God, the quality of life. 
the better graphics. Like, I don't know why I didn't get this sooner. Yeah. What, what is wrong with me? Uh, if only, if only. The woodpecker sighs. The bark on the trees or something. But, but I'm a stubborn idiot who doesn't like Steam and didn't want to buy it a second time. But the, what pushed me over the edge is they, they got that new Mortal Kombat DLC t- coming out. Oh. And I, and I was thinking about it. I was like, you know... I paid over $200 for Mortal Kombat 11 because I bought the special edition on both oh. Switch and P- uh, P- and PS4. And I didn't do that for Monster Hunter. Mm-mm. I think Mm-mm. I can do that for Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's like, like me and Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, bought Skyrim a couple times too. Like I have Skyrim on my Switch and that's actually where I prefer to play it now. Yeah, I got Skyrim on, um, what is it, um, PS3, and then I bought it again on PS4, and yeah, I think PS3. I also borrowed it from a friend to play it on the 360 when I borrowed that a while ago. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have, so I, I found my, my list of genres that I typed up, like, a month ago. Yes. Mm. And, um... So I'm looking at the list of genres, and uh, I also had a brief like discussion with my husband, like, what games do I play? What games can I talk about? And so we came up, I came up with two genres, and uh, I'm, I'm good for either. Okay. We can either do tycoon games, mm-hmm. or we can do survivor craft games. Okay. Do you have a preference, Morg? I'm about no, the I same experience on both. I don't have any preference at all. I I'm gonna have to find a list of uh, some of these tycoon games or survival games that I've played. Or Survivor Craft. Survivor Craft. Yeah, that's right. So games like Minecraft or ter- Terraria, I think, is also. Yep, a good Minecraft and Terraria yeah. are the two are the two big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to find more like those ones if I can. Oh, I haven't really played a lot of those. Oh wait, nope, nope. I know of I know of a couple. Okay, yeah, I should be okay. I think I should be fine. Alright, so we'll do Survivor Craft then. Yes. Sounds good. Survivor Craft next time on Death Battle. I mean this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> next time on De- Oh wait, yeah, I can't do that because I think that's copywritten. No, I don't think it is, but <laughs> I hope not. I hope I don't not. know what you guys are referencing. Death uh, Battle? By Screw Attack, yeah. Oh, that thing, that yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, they're still going. It's still good. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I, you know, I get, I get really hung up on some of the matchups because a, sometimes I'm just a biased fanboy of things, and b, so like, they did uh, a long time ago. They did Doom Guy versus uh, Master Chief. Like, okay, they, did they had to dirty. Be, they did Doom Guy dirty on. Uh, uh, on that episode but in their defense they only had up through doom 64 to deal with doom 2016 wasn't a thing and we didn't know the glory that is doom guy oh, until 2016 boy. um so yeah anyways um yeah I, I don't think we have much else to discuss tonight so uh any other thoughts on wii u or otherwise morg there is one thing that you forgot to mention about Monster Hunter. What's that? I was able to collect 175,000 oh, fuel were... for the Steamworks. 
Oh gosh, yes, I remember you telling me that. That's insane. Pan, you haven't played the the new Monster Hunter, right? Nope. I sat there with a rubber band over the R2 control, and I, <laughs> by the end of it, yeah, for over an hour, and I came out with over 500 gourmet vouchers, over 2,000 um, Steam, uh, like, um, Melder tickets, so, like, I think it was, like, over so, 600, so wait. no, wait, no, it was 400. So, essentially, Pan, what you have is this sort of pseudo-slot machine that uh-huh. you get to spend points on, and you get the points uh, basically for just playing the game. Certain materials you gather, certain hunts, like everything somewhat gives you some of these points, and yeah. you spend these points on this essentially a slot machine. You can do it carefully and sort of get a pattern going. There is a logic to it in which you can do it better, but again, it's essentially a slot machine, and you get an insane amount of points for what you get. So what you but here's the thing is you can get tickets and vouchers and meal vouchers and all this like basically like supply items right that you would normally have to buy or that help you out with things like you, you remember eating before a meal in the other games right or eating before uh-huh. a quest so the vouchers like the gourmet vouchers are like everything is fresh and you always get your skill activation yep yep okay yeah yeah I understand I understand what the vouchers are so yeah what did he do to exploit the slot machine. Okay, well, he so had so many I, yeah. points that he just basically brute forced it forever. Okay, so oh my God. okay, so here's what I did. I ended up getting 540 gold eggs, 850 oh steam tickets, 11 gold melding tickets, 620 silver melding tickets, 1980 steel melding tickets, 40 celestial wyvern prints. And 300 gourmet vouchers, 200 king armor spheres, 550 heavy armor spheres, 1,390 hard armor spheres, 5,470 armor sphere pluses, and then the rest of the items don't really matter. Somewhere around 6,660 mega potions. Uh, Yes, number of the devil. And how long did this take you? Um, to uh, mine everything. It took me a couple of days, but then I just a lot. I spent it all in about an hour. That's still an insane amount of resources, though. Like, yeah. Oh man. So I'm, when I'm he's talking about. The melding tickets, that's one thing that, Pan, you probably don't know about. Melding tickets are something you can turn in for specific monster items in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had those. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if they were new to Iceborne or not. Nope. All right. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, he's just got an insane amount of stuff. I love melding tickets because you don't have to, like, spend, like, three days farming for that fucking gem. Exactly. Well, need. because I'm an idiot and or a psycho... Uh, I crown hunt, so I end up getting a oh lot of materials God. anyways, so I normally don't have to get materials. It's like, oh yeah, I, I guess I could make that set. Boom, I did it. You now, are a psychopath. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> use to crown hunt. It was World where I actually first crown hunted, so base World, I actually had the platinum for crown hunting on PS4. I attempted an Iceborne, but I didn't even get one monster done in Iceborne because I got frustrated with Loading times, clutch claw, all the stuff I've complained about before. Um, but on the PC, I am probably going to crown hunt if I run out of things to do. Because, believe it or not, um, and I talked a little bit, I didn't mention this about it. 
I know Monster Hunter well enough that I don't have to pay attention to a lot of the things. Yes, I like the music and the monster cues and that kind of stuff. So I don't have the volume off, but I have it low enough that I can still hear what's going on. And I've been actually listening to audiobooks again while I've been playing. So I've actually been able to catch up on things I haven't been able to listen to in a long time as well. So I'm probably going to put a shit ton of time because I have a lot of audiobooks to catch up on. So... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I found my sweet spot for a game that I may put another billion hours into. <laughs> wow. All I, right. I don't know. But I'm still going to be playing other stuff, too. Like, um, I think uh, you mentioned your husband was playing Final Fantasy VII or is going to. Uh, he played He played and beat the, the Final Fantasy VII Reborn or whatever it's called. Remake, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, the, there some disappointing things occurred there. So one, um, he mm. and I didn't know that it was literally a remaking, as in like uh, yeah, a total is... different story in, in some aspects, as yes. I understand. Yeah. Yes, we had assumed that it was a remake in the traditional sense. Right, neither of same us played story. Final Fantasy VII back in the day. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and the other thing was that we didn't know that it wasn't a full game. No, it's not. No. Um, so yeah, we we were we were both he, him more than me were confused and a little upset. So what you can do, if you actually are interested in the older story, pan uh, you, you or him, the Final Fantasy VII is actually not that expensive on the Switch. Um, Here's now it the is thing: he can't stand graphics. to look at it. We tried. No, we tried. yeah, I, no, I know it's terrible. I can't do it either, but. If you're that interested, you know what you could do. Nope. He tried. He he has it on Steam. He got it on Steam like ages ago, and he could he just couldn't do it. Honestly, you know what newer, I would do. The newer Final Fantasy is it's worth it. It's what? it's really really good. Well, I'm Final actually going to be playing it here soon. It's going to be the only thing I'm playing on my PS4 aside from occasionally Monster Hunter, but maybe with you, Morg, and my brother's been getting back into it. So doing some of the higher end stuff when I when I have time to play with people, I will be playing again on PS4 because I'm already there. You know what I mean? I'm already at Endgame. But mm-hmm. um, I will be playing Final Fantasy VII because uh, our other show, Bickering Buck, that's what we're going to be playing next. So I'm going to be playing that to completion uh, in a sense, you know, completion of what's available. But yeah, to, to, to explain better, Pan, they are only, they're doing it in segments like... Um, Oh, we know now. I'm trying to think. What was the game that did they they normally do that Telltale series stuff? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is insane. Which is I didn't want. Why I didn't want to get it, but I was outvoted. So. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't know it was. It was like a full priced episode. Yeah, I know, and it's going to be full priced every time. It's going to be every three or four yep. years, and it's just yep. going to be. It's going to be a hot mess, but people are still. Yep. Going gaga over it because it's Final Fantasy, and you know, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some truth here, people. I'm not a fan of Final Fantasy. I like exactly one game out of that whole series anymore, and it's Final Fantasy Tactics, which wasn't even a men's series game. Like, I just I don't get the hype behind Final Fantasy anymore. It was really cool back in the day, and I understand why there wasn't a lot of games like it. But now it's just so overblown and bloated and such a piece of crap at times. I don't get why people give this series such a hard pass every time. I liked like, Final Fantasy V, which was technically Final Fantasy III. Or wait, was it Final Fantasy... Uh, six was right three. One? 
Okay, six was three. Which one was five then? Five for, was five? For us, it was three. So it would have been okay. two. Two. Final Fantasy two in the U.S. and Canada was five in ja- Japan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, super that was not, the one. That one was my favorite. I loved that one to pieces. Yeah. I imagine so. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, I liked him at the time, but I don't, I don't get the, the love for the series still. The turn-based tactics. That was where it was at. Yep. I like uh, tactics, still. Yep. But I don't like it for its story. I liked it for its battle system. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me, being grumpy old Forkhorn. <laughs> well. Uh, all right. So, any other thoughts for the night? Um, I do believe you can get Final Fantasy Tactics on the Wii U. Yes, you can. Just wanted to throw that out there since you were gushing about it. Yes, yep. I do like yep. it. Yep, gonna have to get that. Seven ninety nine. Oh wow, yep. seven ninety nine. That's a really good price. Oh, the Wii U prices were good for older games. They weren't terrible. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. I think I actually had that's it all- on the Wii U, and I think I actually beat it again on the Wii U, but it was a long time ago too. We're talking like seven years ago at least. So, <laughs> alrighty. Okay. Well, if that's it tonight, guys, thank you for listening. Um, get a Wii U if you don't have one, or at least give a chance to these games, look them up, or that kind of thing. It was a great system that not a lot of people bought because, well, a it was marketed terribly, and b um, it actually had, was uh, it was torture owning the system and getting such a trickle of games at some times. But we ended up getting yeah. a lot of great games in the meantime because we were forced to play games we wouldn't have normally done so. Um, it took me a long time to get a PS4 um, because I was so much in the Wii U camp. Uh, I didn't get a PS4 until 2014. So there was a good two or three years where I just had a Wii U and no other you know modern games at the time. So yeah, I was there. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a PS4 until like 2018. I remember because I bought it the week before the eclipse. Hmm. Yeah, I got it because of Mortal Kombat X, which was 2014. Yeah, yeah. The Wii U was like our only console for a long ass time. You know what was really painful is when my Wii was my only console. That hurt. Oof. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You gotta have both. Um, and I didn't have a good gaming PC at the time either, so it was just the Wii. Um, Alright, so uh, thank you guys for listening. This is Fortwan. You can catch me at HunterSubPod on Twitter. And um, yeah, I'll probably be seeing a lot more stuff about Monster Hunter for me. And maybe not so negative anymore, because uh, I'm enjoying it. So yeah. Um... So I'll see you guys in the next quest. And on that quest, where will you be, Morg? Well, you guys can always find me uh, on Twitter um, and also in Discord. Not so much on mm-hmm. Twitch because I'm probably I'm going to be working a lot lately. Um, I think starting this next week. Um, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm finally get to make money again. Oh yes, and because I'm essential. Yes, I finally get to make a decent wage. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. You guys can always catch me on Twitter or on um, on Discord um, at Morgan Hay Three. Um, 
yeah, I'll just probably be posting um, some funny random stuff, whatever I can find. Mostly just, you know, tweeting and retweeting memes, awesome recipes and such like that, or cute animal pictures, because that's that's me in a nutshell. All right, and Pan. Uh, you can find me on Discord. You can find me on Reddit, uh, usually hanging around r slash D&D behind the screen. Um, I'm playing lots of Animal Crossing lately, and if you want to uh, come see my island sometime, just at me. Alrighty. Oh, I'm actually... I, I didn't get to talk about this too much. I'm actually very surprised how well the Hag article did on D&D PTS. Yeah. Like, that came out of nowhere. How many how many uh, more fascist memes were there? Uh, I think two or three. Of okay. course, of course, there would be. Yeah, because I, I didn't know. I I love that movie, but I didn't I didn't understand until someone spelled it out. I think it was Infinity and spelled it out. Like he was like, "Yeah, it's it's the joke from Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz, Hot." Yeah, fuzz. yeah, Hot no, Fuzz. No, like I banned. Yeah, I banned the first guy for doing it because I thought he was calling you a fascist. <laughs> right. And I, I was actually laughing because I thought he was too. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so funny thing happened. So like, you know, and then I put that sticky comment that was like, hey guys, okay, I get it. Hags are fascists or something. Please stop making memes because we don't allow memes on the subreddit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I forgot that my flair on the subreddit is Dice Hag from when I was hosting the, the Dice Exchange last December. Oh, oh no. no! Did you, did people call you out for it? Well, so one of the guys who was also posting fascist memes, he like replied, he's like, "Hey, can I get a dice fascism flare?" <laughs> and then like I'm like, "Is it this guy? This guy? The balls on this guy to like troll me after that?" Uh. Uh, I am ninety percent. Now here's the here's the other thing. He comments on my hometown subreddit. I am 90% sure that's my brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. But that's a, that's a whole, th that's a whole nother thing that, yeah. Oh. I just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, exciting so thing. if you're listening, Joe, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so an exciting thing for Monster Hunter fans, if they, if they want to check out my articles, my next one's going to be Kieran. I'm actually working on the Kieran right now. Oh yay! That's gonna be a good one. Also pronounced Killin because uh, Kill Killin 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 yeah Killin because yeah because it's based off of an actual mythological creature instead of monster that makes up their own stuff all the time. So yeah, yeah, an actual horse dragon that actually kind of, weirdly enough actually translates into giraffe. Uh. You know what the crazy thing is? I figured this out doing the research. Karens in D and D are not dragons either; they're celestials. No. Yep. Yeah, they are. It's very strange. I was like, I'm gonna work this dragon thing in and finally explain it for the Monster Hunter fans. It's a celestial. Fuck. Well, <laughs> the well, well, the Chinese dragon that it's based off of is actually based off of um, animals that they took from Africa to supply into this guy's yeah. zoo, the emperor. And yeah, he ended up actually getting a one-horned giraffe and they were just so wowed by it that they just referred to it as kind of like, yeah, we got a dragon. And everybody's like, yep. really? Yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> Come check out my dragon. <laughs> Come check out my long neck dragon. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, I've got this awesome thing. Whoa, that sounds dirty. See the way that it glides. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Pretty awesome. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Have a good night. Bye bye. Bye.